Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Up next, we have Nikki Caro, who's joining us today to talk about her new film, this wonderful new film, Zookeeper's wife and let me describe a little bit about it to you the time is 1939 the place is poland the homeland of antonina zabinska and she is portrayed by uh, two-time academy award nominated uh, actress jessica justine and it's a story about the this real life working wife and mother who became hero to hundreds of people in world war ii her and her husband were running a zoo and in the zoo, they were uh, dur- at this is the height of World War II in Poland. Uh, the Warsaw um, Ghetto w- was in place. These people risked their lives, uh, and so many other people. Uh, their bravery to move to step forward and help out so many people uh, and hide them from the horror that was uh, the Nazi Holocaust. Uh, we're joined today by the director of this wonderful film, The Zookeeper's Wife, and that would be Nikki Caro. Nikki. Welcome. Hello. You know, I, I'm, I, I will apologize for that, uh, for that introduction. I'm not sure that I covered it as well as I, I could have, and I'll, I'll ask you to do a better job of describing uh, this <laughs> wonderful film, Zookeeper's Wife. Of course. Well, the Zookeeper's Wife is the true story of uh, Polish people uh, who were in the 30s, and... The zoo was, uh, Warsaw was the first place to be bombed. It, it began the Second World War, and the bombs fell on and around the zoo. Um, this uh, meant that many animals were killed, and many of them were running through the city of Warsaw. But it disabled the zoo to the extent that uh, this couple managed to convince an associate who had become the head Nazi zoologist to allow them to use the zoo to raise pigs. Now, this was an elaborate ruse and that allowed them to go into the ghetto ostensibly to uh, get trash to feed the pigs. And they hid Jews in the trash cans that drove them out of the ghetto and hid them in the zoo, uh, in the cages and in the tunnels and in the basement of the zoo's villa for the duration of the war. And over the course of the war, some people stayed a couple of nights, some stayed years. They managed to save the lives of just over 300 people. Yeah. It's an amazing story. It truly is. Um, and again, as I alluded to, the bravery of the people, uh, the Sabrinskys, in, in doing what they did. A very popular book, very well-known book. Um, I want to ask you about sort of the challenge of ad- adopting a, a, a piece that is so well-known and well-regarded. What, what, for you as a filmmaker, are you mm-hmm. trying to to do when you when you're uh, um, approaching a project like this um well you know it's the same with any project um the challenge and the opportunity is to move and to entertain as many people as possible to share the story of antonina and her husband jan with as wide an audience as possible because this story is so important um and so thrilling, actually. Um, It's been said rather frequently, uh, as we've been doing press for this movie, that that what was um, we all 
explore as a timeless story when we began adapting this uh, material has become a very timely story. Mm-hmm. And there's, um, you know, there's, there's very many uh, parallels in the movie uh, in late 30s Poland that unfortunately we're seeing in 2017. So in that way, you know, the movie has has greater relevance um, today than I think any of us ever ever could have comprehended when we began. Yeah, and, and yeah, that's well said and uh, and absolutely true. The uh, it is it is uh, one of the hallmarks of great work, great art, that it is able to tap into these very important deep questions about our humanity and about our treatment of others mm. and all of these things that it resonates down through the years and and and, and mm-hmm. finds relevance uh in in many different times and places around the world and that, this is certainly a, a very good example of that was that was that when you're when you're putting something like this together were you conscious of of that aspect of the story? Did you feel like you, you owed it to sort of a no, historical No, no, of course not. Um, you know, the book was released 10 years ago, mm-hmm. and I came on board seven years ago. So seven years ago, I thought we were making a historical drama, and, and, and we were doing, you know, we, I certainly felt a deep responsibility to the subject matter and to the spirit of history. Um, but none of us could ever have, have predicted where we would find ourselves in 2017. Yeah. yeah, the movie has just become more more relevant as as these recent months have gone on. Certainly, yeah. You um, let's talk a little bit about the 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 uh, you've got some wonder. Obviously, uh, Jessica Justine is the lead in this, as who plays the part of Antonina. Um, tell me a little bit about developing of her character, and obviously the the book. As uh, you know, the, the foundation for for that. But mm. what was it that about in developing her her in the film that you felt like you really needed to underscore or emphasize? Yeah, it, it, thank you. It, it was really um, being very spiritually faithful or faithful to the spirit of Antonina herself, who was very much a woman of her time. Um, we were able to do this both from the the book uh, which has come from Antonina's diaries, so very direct uh, line to her voice, but also a close association with her daughter Teresa, who was a great um, a, a great friend of the production and um, and tremendously generous to Jessica and I, and Jessica spent a lot of time with uh, Teresa to find out things about her mother. That only Teresa knew. Beautiful things uh, like Jessica was able to ask her, if your mother was an animal, what kind of animal would she be? And <laughs> Teresa said, oh, she would have definitely been a cat, which is is apt because her husband, you, you'll hear through the movie, calls her Punya, which means little cat. Um, we learnt distressingly that Antonina never wore pants her entire life. Her daughter never saw her in a pair of trousers which was somewhat challenging for Jessica and I and um, many of the other women on the production because we we wondered how you could possibly be a zookeeper and not wear pants. But she did. So we were very, very faithful to that accurate detail of of Antonina. So she's very, very feminine throughout, very soft. But her softness is her strength. 
and this is this is where it gets really interesting because so often femininity is equated has been equated with weakness, and any of us know you know from our mothers and our daughters and our friends and our colleagues that that female strength comes in very very many different forms, mm-hmm. and Antonina's gentle strength, her compassion and her love, uh, the force of that went up against truly the forces of of evil in in the Nazi regime and and in her quiet way she won. Yeah. Well and Jessica Justine, uh in, in watching her in her career, uh what I'm always uh so impressed with is she brings an intensity to to her to her work that is uh that she's able to, as an actress, direct in ways that she can be understated, but at the same time, there's always I always feel a, a connection with her and her her, mm-hmm. her character, and and it's easy to get lost. And that, that's what for me that's a mark of a, a wonderful performance and a wonderful actor is that we can be very familiar with them as 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 celebrities, but the ability to mm-hmm. lose sight of that while you're watching them in a performance, and that's something. Yes. That is is a gift, and it, it and it separates, I think, great good actors from great actors, and I think she does that You're very absolutely well. Absolutely right. Yeah, and I think yeah. she, she does that very well in this role, and she has throughout yes, her career. She does. Yeah. Well, what what would you say about her performance in that regard? Is did you feel that that watching her, obviously, you must have yes. felt a connection to that as well? Yeah. Yeah. Look, it's. The first time she was, we would spend a lot of time, you know, in, in prep and pre-production talking about the character in, in the movie. And she said that it's the first time she has opened up or explored this softer side of herself in a role, mm-hmm. which is true. It's amazing. She's played all different flavors of strong women. Um, in fact, I mean, I completely agree with you. It feels to me, if you if you look at, at all of the roles she's played, it's almost as if they've been played by different people. They are so incredibly diverse mm-hmm. and different. Mm-hmm. And um, so with Antonina, uh, we see Jessica Chastain as extremely, extremely soft, extremely loving, but... Mm, but always incredibly strong, um, and with the intensity, as you say, that that we've come to to know and appreciate about her work. And uh, you know, from my point of view, it was a rare gift to work with her. This movie couldn't have been made with anybody else. Um, her fierce intelligence and immaculate preparation, uh, her her deep deep skill, and and amazingly kind of gigantic loving heart towards and generosity towards her other other performers who've seen partners whether they be human or animal um was just a joy and coupled with her really kind of spooky otherworldly ability with animals (laughs) meant that i could do so much of the animal work that i had envisioned um in camera Without without CG, without any uh, any training of the animals, um, Jessica's Jessica was so uh, 
instinctive with them, so trusting with them and they with her. Yeah. That it's 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 really remarkable and rare this performance. And um, trust me, there is nobody doubling for Jessica Chastain. The animal work in this movie, it is all her. Fantastic. Well, I want to remind our listeners we're speaking with Nikki Caro, and she is the director of the new film coming out all over, uh, all over Los Angeles and Orange County. It's there's dozens, I think, literally dozens of uh, theaters where it's opening. So please check your listing. Maybe not quite that many, but check your listings for it. But uh, it's at the ArcLight. We're at, you're over at the Lemley Five. Um, it, you're you're all over. So check out Zookeeper's Wife and and look for a local listing near you. Um, and you have, uh, just to go back to this, one of the things that uh, people who have followed your career will, will know already, but um, truly appreciate the fact that with your other films like uh, Whale Rider and North Country, um, they both feature wonderful performances by very uh, accomplished actresses at, or very strong character, women, uh, female characters mm-hmm. in these roles. And um, it's just such a pleasure to see uh, see those films. Whale Rider is truly one of my favorite films, and uh, um, it's a, it's an honor to have you. Just I would love to. Just maybe next time we can talk about Whale Rider because I think that's such a wonderful yeah, film. Of yeah, I, I, because <laughs> you know is. what I learned. This is interesting. Yeah. Um, I just found out that Keisha, yeah. who was the lead in Whale Rider, and Jessica share the same birthday. Oh, is that right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that crazy. <laughs> oh my! Oh well. Well, and and let's not give the the men in your film too much of a. Sh- sh- you know, we we send some love their way. <laughs> Daniel, is it Buell? Am I saying that correctly? Uh, Buell. Buell. Okay. Buell. Who plays the uh, the uh, the Nazi in this? Uh, and who who is trying to keep an eye on what's going on at the zoo? Uh, and and then of course uh, I don't want to f- forget uh, Johan Hyde. Heldenberg. Heldenberg. Yeah, who plays uh, yeah. Jan Zabrinski. Uh, terrific performances all around. And I don't mean to just, I mean, all around. Everyone is really very, very good in the film. And, um, and, and I think that's another hallmark. You're, you really, your performances you've been getting out of the people you work with in your films is stellar. And I think that is a testament to you, oh, as, a, you. as a director as well. Well, it's true. <laughs> it's wonderful <laughs> stuff. Uh, so uh, in terms of what you're uh, – just give people a, a sense of, uh, you know, among the crowded theater uh, of, of, of America, uh, why do you feel like, as you said earlier, this is a story that is relevant, it is, it is human, it is about, uh, it's about the, the human experience – um, what is it that you feel that people uh, will get from your film watching uh, The Zookeeper's Wife? Well, judging by what I have observed from audiences so far, because we've been screening this film for a few weeks now, um, I expect that audiences will be extremely moved. Mm-hmm. Um, entertained is... Um, Possibly the wrong the wrong word, but uh, the movie is very very engaging yeah. and and very moving. And what this couple did was so astonishing. Um, I think that it it is a very it is a very surprising and inspiring two hours in the movies. Yeah. You know, watching a film like Zookeeper's Wife, 
I can't help uh, as someone in the audience wondering, what would I do? How would I react mm-hmm. if I were in Warsaw in this period of time, yeah. in World War II? What would be my reaction? How brave am I under the circumstances that the, they found, the Sabrinskys found themselves in? And if, for that alone, I think it's important for people to kind of do a mental check and to appreciate those yes. people who step forward and do these kinds of things. Don't you? Yes. Yes, I do. Absolutely. Well, congratulations on the film. Congratulations on your career and continued success. I know you've got some wonderful projects coming up, um, and I look forward to your work. And somewhere down the line, I'll have you come back and talk about Whale Rider. Oh, I'd love to. Yeah, it would be very, very happy to. Uh, So it's just been an an honor to have you on, Nikki, and uh, continue uh, your work and success and uh, fight the good fight. Okay, thanks very much. Have a good day. You too. Nikki Caro, the director of the film uh, Zookeeper's Wife in Theaters Today and all over Los Angeles, and I'm sure as it rolls out across the country, Please keep an eye on it. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.